Johnny, put that big ass size 7 on and kick it for the homies. Words, beautiful words, really cool words. words Get smarter, words, go farther. Words. Say something scientific. Salicylic acid. Get smarter with words. I am a good speller, I am. Get smarter with word from your mother. Positive words that start with you. The words that can come out of our mouth can change our life. Describe yourself in three words. Using big words can make you look stupid. Here's Johnny. Welcome to a Friday edition of Get Smarter with Words, November 20th, 2020. Today is uh, someone's birthday, and that somebody is me. I'm 56 years old today, and every year gets better. I tell my wife this, uh, I feel better than I ever have, even, and I also weigh more than I almost ever have, and that's okay. You know, it just it keeps me anchored. Anyway... Um, I hope you're celebrating today, whether it's a birthday or whether it's Friday or for whatever reason, pre-Thanksgiving, getting revved up to do some, well, probably not. How about virtual Thanksgiving with uh, the pandemic going on? Today, there is a, um, an epidemic on LinkedIn, and I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn, and it is an epidemic that has to do with uh, really less than optimum strategies for posting. It's another way to say there's really some ghastly things people are posting in their name, and we're going to get to the biggest mistakes, most common mistakes people make on LinkedIn as they reach out to one another on that business platform. This Get Smarter With Words podcast, where the dictionary stops right stinking here, is brought to you by Tempor Business Travel. In one click, it's so slick. Visit Tempor.com, T-E-M-P-O-R-E.com. LinkedIn, a business platform designed for business professionals, went live in May of 2003. Did you, did you know that? That's really not even that long ago, um, not even 20 years it is a subsidiary of Microsoft. That's a fairly recent development for LinkedIn. Some of the numbers, oh, just over 700 million registered members on LinkedIn. That's 150 countries. Facebook, by comparison, has 2.7 billion members, active members. So, okay. Um, do you spend more time on Facebook or LinkedIn? Your answer to that may be impacted in part by what you do for a living. And some, some stats from LinkedIn that are fascinating to me, 50% of internet users with a college degree or higher use LinkedIn. That's Pew Research Center research. So people with degrees tend to use LinkedIn more than they use Facebook. It is a business professional platform. That makes sense. Okay, next, four out of five LinkedIn members drive business decisions at their companies. That is LinkedIn research. So the movers, the shakers, the, the, the motivators, the leaders, the managers, owners, those are the people who are on LinkedIn because that is the design of LinkedIn. I will tell you, 
that over the past few years, and I'm an active participant on LinkedIn for at least a couple of years, the years before that, not so a bit more haphazard. I was too busy over on Facebook posting cat pictures. But LinkedIn has went through a bit of a, a metamorphosis in my mind and that it has become um, sort of Facebookized. You see many, many more kinds of posts on LinkedIn that really you say, hey, doesn't that that x-ray of your colon belong on Facebook or maybe even Instagram or maybe just a photograph hidden away in a drawer? That transformation is not, in my mind, to the benefit of LinkedIn. And yet that is, I read a couple of articles that that is somewhat intentional on LinkedIn's part. They see their ability to grow as a social media platform in part by attracting more people, not appearing so stuffy. So why do you use LinkedIn? Do you use it to promote your business, yourself? Do you use it for recruiting? Huge, massive job search uh, is done on LinkedIn as well as um, uh, posting jobs. It's a huge platform for that. Do you brand yourself through the posting of your ideas or other people's ideas, which is very common to post quotes by other people, other famous people, One word of caution, make sure the attribution is accurate before you post it. Uh, They aren't always. Networking is the number one reason people use LinkedIn to connect with other business professionals. I will share with you some of the most common mistakes that people who are on LinkedIn make as they make attempts to network to post, to to present themselves to the world. Remember that what we write and post on social media is what we become to the rest of the world, whether it's 2 billion, 700 million, or my next door neighbors who do not like the fact that I tend to sing vulgar songs to our shelter dogs, whatever it is. I'm gonna give you a quick example that I pulled off of LinkedIn today This is someone posted this quote, and the title of this person is a regional president of a major company you would recognize in all likelihood. He posted this quote, and the quote reads as follows. Today I will do what others won't do, so tomorrow I can do what others can't. Do you know who said that? Jerry Rice The uh, NFL Hall of Famer played for the San Francisco 49ers, and uh, much to my disappointment as I am a Cowboys fan, and they had a chance to get Rice in the draft. But, so, beautiful quote. I love it. Um, Here's some problems, and they are, there are two words in this quote that are, that have improper punctuation. All right. Today I will do what others other apostrophe S, O-T-H-E-R apostrophe S. It is not possessive. It is instead plural, others, more than one other. What they won't do, so tomorrow I can do what others can't. Again, there's the apostrophe. So here's a a, a professional uh, posting this very uh, eloquent quote by a well-known personality, and the I catches these things, that becomes a distraction. Distracted posting is 
dangerous posting. Now, did the person, if, if, they could, if I could share this with them, and sometimes I do, sometimes I will send a message to the person, private message, and say, hey, you may want to remove those apostrophes. Or I may go on to the post on occasion and praise it and then say, hey, you may want to remove them, their apostrophes. It is difficult for some people who are very skilled at what they do and very successful who may not be the best writers or they're rushing to post it or they're thinking about other things. As I copied and pasted that quote that was on the LinkedIn post into a Word document, it immediately, Microsoft immediately sent its people in and said, oh, 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 Johnny, reel that back in, buddy. What are those apostrophes doing on those words? So it's clear. Clearly that is incorrect. So make sure whatever narrative you post, you are putting it into a Word doc and proofreading it. What you post is what you are, and it can kill your credibility. Or it can at least make you look lazy. I just, this took five seconds, right? Um, here's another post, and this is from a auto repair, I'm sorry, an automotive dealership consultant, all right? He posted both narrative and video in this post, which I love the combination. It's very strong, something that I do on behalf of my company, the Biosphere, which is a training company for business professionals. And it says this, the, the lead sentence is, there is only one way to consistently land top talent at a dealership. Great. I love the start. This tells you exactly what is, this post is going to be about, right? Lovely beginning. Next sentence says this, stop focusing on attracting talent and start focusing on keep your good employees. So there's a problem. We're missing three letters keeping your good employees, not keep. The next sentence, good stuff. When, you, when your store has tenured employees that speak about their personal experiences of development, hitting milestones, and being cared about it, guess what happens? You have a line of people trying to work for your dealership. So the message is lovely, all right? Take care of the people you have. They will be loyal. You'll do less recruiting. We believe in that. I believe in that. I preach and teach that idea. The problem is that there are words missing. And being cared about it has some issues. There are opportunities for growth. If we take the time to read through what we're writing and maybe it needs to go to another person. I mean, there are, there are 20 editors at the New York Times who read through every story, and there are still mistakes that are printed. We're all imperfect. We miss things. Just understand the implication. What you write is what you become, and that includes what I call the big five. Spelling, number one. Second is grammar. Third, punctuation. Fourth, spacing. And last, content. 
I believe that the content, while extremely important, is actually the least important of these five things. You can have the best content in the world, and if you're spelling cat with a K, you're going to lose the person very quickly. They won't take the time to read your awesome idea. Grammar, same thing. If we're dropping the word ain't, it better be for the purpose of parody or tongue-in-cheekness, and I will do that myself to make a certain kind of point. But unintentionally bad grammar is, is bad. It'll just kill you. Punctuation, the wrong apostrophe or the, the one that doesn't, it should be there. Spacing. I see two or three spaces between words sometimes. And then there is the content. And I want to speak to that. Because LinkedIn has been Facebookized, I see a lot more not only very personal things, um, I see a lot of Jack Handy deep thoughts. People will take photographs of themselves at the beach and they'll sort of put it through um, a little post uh, processing where it's sort of fuzzed at the edges. And within the narrative, what they write, they will put, always wondered what the other side of the ocean looks like. And as a business professional, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, how do I apply that to improve my customer retention? If there is no there, there, then that post belongs on Facebook or Instagram. Again, the, this business professional platform can be anything that people want it to be. That's part of living in this great country. We have the freedom. But just understand, if you're trying to network, if you're trying to have an impact and connect and present the best version of yourself, then there's a way to go about that that will maximize the results. Um, optics is the word that comes to mind. Optics, the way in which an event or course of action is perceived by the public. You have to have great optics. You have to step back and see how will this be seen, perceived, one of the hardest things to see on LinkedIn is the divisive nature of many posts. Um, that is gut-wrenching to see. That is right out of Facebook's playbook. And in my mind, it completely disrupts the integrity and the intent of what LinkedIn is and what it is about and why it was founded in the first place. I also want to talk about direct LinkedIn messages. And I receive multiple direct LinkedIn messages on a daily basis, um, and they are from business professionals, owners, people who work in many industries, in the IT industry, in sales, in marketing, all of those industries. And these are very well-meaning people who are cold calling, right? Because I don't know them, I'm not connected with them, and they are sending me a direct message that direct message, what it says, is at least as important, that the private message is at least as important as the public message. This is your one shot to convey really powerful ideas, to, to connect with a, a complete stranger. You have to think about LinkedIn. It's sort of like a singles bar, but where everybody wears Brooks Brothers or Burberry 
or maybe Gucci, or occasionally Target. No one knows anyone. So let me give you a, this is a, an actual uh, direct LinkedIn message that I received, okay? And I, I won't tell you the person's name. They are the president of a company, a marketing company, and it says this. Hello, John. Thanks for connecting. What does your company do? We deal with marketing and mobile phones and other consumer electronics wholesale. If you're also dealing in the same industry, would love a chat. My cell phone and WhatsApp is, and then there's a number, please add me. You can also email me. There's the person's email. I look forward to hearing back from you. This is the equivalent of going up to a hot person in a bar and saying, hey, want a bone? It has a predictable success rate. We'll break this down a little bit. Um, I love the hello, John. Thanks for connecting, showing gratitude. What does your company do is lazy. You can find out what my company does because I am on a page and a platform dedicated to all of us sharing what we do for a living and what our companies do. It takes two minutes of research to put the name of a company into Google, to dig down into the person's profile, to go look on their Facebook page. Those are things that I do when I want to reach out to someone uh, in, in a cold call sort of situation. And I don't do it very often, but when I do, I make sure I've done my homework. So what does your company do? Hey, you tell me what it does. Do your research. Next line, we deal with mobile phones and other consumer electronics wholesale. Great. If your is missing apostrophe and an E, your is spelled Y-O-U-R, goes back to spelling. Are you tending properly to what you're doing and how you represent yourself? If you're also dealing in the same industry, would love to have a chat. Can't you see the industry? Can't you see? Oh, can't you see? What my industry, it means to me. Because you can. It's right there. Why are you asking if you deal in the same industry? Would love to have a chat. So again, just check, and that'll answer that question. Sending me your cell phone number. Um, you don't know who I am. I don't know who you are. Do you really expect me to call you a complete stranger out of the blue? Why would I do such a thing? What's in it for me to do so? Please add me. You can also email me. There's the email. I look forward to hearing back from you. Good luck with that. So there's a lot of opportunities for growth in this message. Let me tell you how to write a better message based upon this information. All right. So this person reached out to me. Here's how we could rewrite this. Hi, John. Thank you so much for connecting. I hope the weather is great in Des Moines, at least as good as it is here in California. I see that you do training, specifically for auto repair shops. That must be a great challenge, and you must be really good at it because it looks like you've been doing it for at least 15 years. Congratulations. I would love to find out a little bit more about you and your, your company's success and how you and I might be able to work together. We have some solutions for business owners that can help 
them, uh, can help their lives, can help their business, can simplify some things. Um, Here's what I'd love to do. I'd love to set up a time with you when we can chat. I know this is being forward, and I appreciate your trust. Um, I'm blah, blah, blah. So I'm rambling a bit here. And if I was thinking through the message, it would be more concise than that was. But you can see where I'm going with this. I'm being humble. I'm proving that I've done some homework on this particular target. Um, that means the world. And, and there's a, there is a balance between doing homework and being a stalker. Here's one thing you don't want to put in your message. Hey, I noticed that you left the house yesterday wearing orange pants. That was interesting, but kind of weird. Do you think next time you leave the house, you might wear something darker? After all, it is winter. So, yeah, so careful. Don't go overboard. Take the time. Uh, live up to the promise of your own marketing. And, and when I go to websites, I see we're great. We love people. We're great at customer service. We care about people. Uh, we take our, all of the things that are marketing. If you don't represent yourself in a way that supports your marketing, then that is a lie. The disconnect between the promise we make in our marketing and who we really are at the, at the point of connection, that is the misery quotient. And so it is worth stepping back and reviewing everything you post, you and I post on LinkedIn and any social media platform for spelling, grammar, punctuation, spacing, content. Make sure that that LinkedIn post belongs on LinkedIn. Remember that a direct message has to be about the person you're sending it to more than it ever should be about you. Just some tips. Uh, I would love to hear any of your feedback, which you can leave on this podcast page. Uh, this is the Get Smarter with Words podcast, which has been brought to you by Tempor Business Travel in one click. Visit tempor.com, T E M P O R E.com. Monday. You're going to love this show The Thinking Man's Guide to ING Words. You got it. That's on Monday and Monday's podcast. Until then, enjoy this beautiful day. Have a lovely upcoming weekend, and we'll talk next time on Monday.